Hey there, Tyler. Hope you're finding some coziness on this foggy morning in No Valley. Yeah, Tyler, it sounds like a classic San Francisco day out there. Just remember, it'll clear up for a bit of sunshine later. Perfect weather for tuning into the news. Exactly. And we've got some intriguing stories to share with you today to get you ready for a week of helping all those startups at Y Combinator. First up, we're diving into the controversy surrounding the browser company's new Arc Search app and its Browse For Me feature. It's reimagining web browsing, but not without its share of backlash. I'm Steve Onsker, and I'm joined by my co-host Jonathan Martin, and this is The Daily Bite from PocketPod News. Next, we're covering a major recall affecting dairy products across various retailers, including Costco and Walmart, due to a listeria outbreak. It's a story with significant health implications. And finally, we've got news on Notion's acquisition of Skiff, a move that may shed some light on Notion's increasingly ambitious plans to build a full suite of productivity solutions. This message is brought to you by BiteSight. Imagine the first bite into a perfectly toasted, golden brown grilled cheese sandwich, the savory aroma of a sizzling steak seasoned to perfection, or the steam rising from a bowl of fragrant ramen, with each noodle coated in a rich and flavorful broth. With BiteSight delivery, you can dive into full-screen videos of the most mouth-watering dishes from nearby restaurants, making choosing what to eat both easy and exciting. See it. Crave it. Order it with BiteSight, the video-based food delivery app. Turning our gaze to the digital realm, a new way of browsing the web is stirring up quite the conversation. Absolutely. The browser company's Arc Search has introduced a feature that could revolutionize how we interact with information online. But it's not without its controversies, especially concerning how web creators are compensated for their content. PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon joins us to dive into this complex issue. Alex, Arc Search's Browse for Me feature is facing backlash from creators. Can you break down what's at stake here? Absolutely, Jonathan. The heart of the issue is Arc Search's Browse for Me feature, which has sparked a significant debate around the ethics of web browsing in the AI age. So, what exactly does this Browse for Me feature do? Essentially, it uses AI, particularly large language models from OpenAI and others, to summarize web pages. Instead of visiting the site directly, users get a custom-built page within the Arc app that presents summarized information. It was released just last week alongside Arc Search. Sounds innovative, but there's been backlash? Yes, quite a bit. The main concern is about how this impacts web creators. By summarizing their content within its own platform, Arc could potentially reduce traffic to the original websites. This means creators might lose out on ad revenue or other forms of compensation tied to page views and engagement. What's been the response from the browser company? Josh Miller, their CEO, has really questioned traditional web monetization methods in light of this controversy. He suggests that as the web evolves, so too should how creators are compensated. However, he admits there's uncertainty about how to best compensate writers and creators whose content is being summarized. And these AI features are pretty central to Arc Search? Absolutely. Alongside Browse for Me, Arc has integrated ChatGPT and switched its default search engine to Perplexity, both moves aimed at enhancing AI-driven browsing experiences. This isn't an isolated case, though. Other platforms use similar AI summarization? 
Right you are. For instance, Google provides AI-generated summaries at the top of some search results. It's part of a broader trend towards leveraging AI to streamline user experiences online, but it does raise questions about fair compensation for original content creators. What does this mean for the future of browsing and content creation online? We're at a crossroads. On one hand, AI can offer more efficient ways to access information. On the other hand, there's a real need to ensure creators are fairly compensated for their work. This situation with Arc highlights a broader ethical dilemma in tech. As we embrace these advanced tools, we must also navigate their impact on existing systems and livelihoods. That was PocketPod News Technology correspondent Alex Harmon with the latest on Arc Search's Browse for Me feature. Thanks for joining us, Alex. My pleasure, Jonathan. It's certainly a topic we'll continue watching closely. A sweeping recall of dairy products is expanding, affecting major retailers across the country. Right, including dips, dressings, salad, and taco kits sold at Costco, Trader Joe's, and Walmart. This follows a recall by Rizzo Lopez Foods linked to a listeria outbreak that's been traced back nearly a decade. PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer has been following this story closely. Scott, these recalls seem extensive. Can you break down the impact on consumers and retailers? Absolutely, Jonathan. The scope and seriousness of this recall are indeed vast, affecting a wide variety of dairy products and now extending to foods sold at major retailers like Costco, Trader Joe's, and Walmart. This expansion is particularly concerning due to the involvement of Listeria, a bacterium responsible for at least two fatalities in recent years. Scott, can you elaborate on the types of products that have been recalled? Certainly, the recall now includes an array of products beyond the initial cheese and dairy items. Fresh Express salad kits with condiment packs containing the recalled cheese are among those being pulled from shelves. Ready Pack Foods has also issued recalls for salad kits sold at Costco, Walmart, and Winco that contain Rizzo Lopez cheese. These products have use-by dates ranging from January 6, 2024 to February 20, 2024. That's quite a range of affected products. How widespread is this issue among retailers? It's quite significant. Retailers such as Albertsons, Costco, HEB, Trader Joe's are impacted due to their sale of these contaminated products. This underscores how pervasive the issue has become across various major retail chains known for their extensive reach and large customer bases. With such a broad impact, what has been the health fallout from this listeria outbreak? The health implications are severe. According to the CDC, at least 26 people across 11 states have been affected by this outbreak, with two reported fatalities in California in 2017 and Texas in 2020. Listeria infection can be particularly dangerous for pregnant women, newborns, older adults, and individuals with weakened immune systems. Given these dangers, what advice is being offered to consumers who might have purchased these recalled items? Health officials are urging consumers to discard any recalled products immediately and thoroughly sanitize any surfaces that may have come into contact with them. Listeria can survive in refrigerated environments, making it crucial for individuals to take these preventive measures seriously. It sounds like there's a lot for both consumers and retailers to manage with this recall. How significant is this situation in terms of food safety concerns? It's extremely significant. This outbreak highlights critical challenges within food production and distribution networks that need addressing to prevent future occurrences. 
The fact that it spans multiple states and involves major retailers suggests systemic issues that might require enhanced regulatory oversight or changes in industry practices. Thanks for bringing us up to speed on this complex development, Scott. My pleasure, Jonathan. It's an evolving story that we'll continue monitoring closely, given its broad implications for public health and food safety standards. In the realm of productivity tools, privacy has become a major concern for many users. Absolutely, and that's where Notion's recent acquisition of Skiff comes into play. Known for its end-to-end -end encrypted file storage and collaboration tools, Skiff has been on the radar of privacy-conscious users since its inception. PocketPod news technology analyst Paige Owens is here to delve deeper into what this acquisition means for Notion and the broader landscape of secure productivity tools. Paige? Absolutely, Jonathan. It's a pivotal moment for the technology and productivity sectors with Notion's recent acquisition of Skiff, a privacy-focused productivity platform known for its secure file storage, document creation, and communication tools. Let's start with the basics. What exactly does Skiff bring to the table that caught Notion's eye? Skiff has carved out a niche in the productivity space by emphasizing end-to-end -end encryption across its suite of tools, including file storage, docs, calendar events, and email services. Founded in 2020 and having raised $14.2 million from prominent investors like Sequoia Capital and Alphabet chairman John Hennessy, Skiff has positioned itself as a champion of privacy in digital workspaces. This focus on security is what likely made it an attractive acquisition target for Notion. That's quite an impressive backing. How do you see this acquisition fitting into Notion's broader strategy? Well, Notion has established itself as a versatile workspace platform, but hasn't specifically been known for prioritizing encryption or privacy-focused features. By incorporating Skiff's technologies and ethos into its offerings, Notion could significantly enhance its appeal to users who prioritize privacy without sacrificing functionality. Essentially, it signals a potential shift towards offering a more secure and private productivity environment that can cater to both individual users and enterprises concerned with data protection. Speaking of privacy concerns, there seems to be an increasing demand for secure digital tools. Can you expand on why this trend is gaining momentum? Absolutely. In today's digital age, data breaches and privacy violations are unfortunately common occurrences that can have far-reaching consequences for individuals and businesses alike. As awareness grows about these risks, so does the demand for products that safeguard user data by design. End-to-end Encryption is one such feature that prevents unauthorized access to data while it's being transmitted or stored. For many users and companies, these capabilities are no longer just nice to have. They're essential criteria when selecting productivity tools. It sounds like Notion is positioning itself at the forefront of this trend with the acquisition of Skiff. Precisely. This move could allow Notion to stand out among competitors by offering comprehensive privacy-focused solutions within one integrated suite, a significant value proposition in today's market where concerns over digital security are high. Do we know how Notion plans to integrate Skiff's offerings into its own platform? The specifics of how integration will occur haven't been disclosed yet. However, we can speculate that Notion might seamlessly blend Skiff's encrypted document creation and file storage capabilities into its existing workspace solutions. This could mean enhanced security features for current Notion users without compromising on the platform's user-friendly design and versatility. A win-win scenario for both existing fans of Notion and those drawn in by Skiff's commitment to privacy. It sounds like there's plenty to watch in how this acquisition unfolds. Any final thoughts on what this means for the future of productivity tools? 
Well, this acquisition comes on the heels of Notion launching Notion Calendar and Notion AI, potentially signaling a broader push to expand its offerings and solidify its position as a comprehensive productivity platform. Some in the industry see this as Notion signaling its intent to take on industry giants like Google and Microsoft. Time will tell if this is possible, but I do think it tells us that Notion wants to be seen as a serious player in the productivity space. Fascinating insights as always, Paige. Thanks for bringing us up to speed on this cutting-edge development from Notion. My pleasure, Jonathan. It's certainly a topic we'll continue watching closely. And that's The Daily Bite for Sunday, February 11th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod.app.